can't believe it. It's you, it's me, it's season three of YDT. You'll die trying a show which pulls back the curtain and takes down the walls brick by brick and exposes the true hearts of those who are caring for those that you love more than anything. We did, we did a hard stop on October of 2022 at the better judgment of my producer and dear friend Brent. He said, you're not doing anything, music or podcast. You're focusing on your health, your well-being and your mental health and your mental well-being because there's so much happening in my life during this specific time. And I listened, and I'm glad I did. So we ended season two, and these past months have been spent bettering myself. And you have to hit rock bottom at times before you can kind of see the silver lining or the light or however you want to describe it. And I just kind of reset. Everything was a reset for me, a pause, a start over. And that's that's great. So you without the sin cast the first stone kind of thing. It's been eye-opening. And as I enter this new season, we together enter a new season of YDT. Previous seasons have been great. This been stories that have been heartfelt thoughts on the funeral profession. And that's what will continue. Absolutely. Because that's what I am, a musician. And a year and a few days ago, of course, the viral TikTok video that of Finn spiraled everything both good and bad i've got my footing there i've got the foundation got the team everything is rolling and everything podcast everything music everything funeral will live at nathanmorrismusic.com be sure to head over there and head over to the shop get you some of that swag everything from fanny packs yeah people love the fanny packs on the tiktok lives you can put the cds they're not just coasters there's actually things that lasers read and plays music of old and of course you can stream all of my music the new music that has been released and is consistently releasing anywhere in which you get your music nathanmorrismusic.com grab you a fanny pack over there and also if you're listening right now on a platform you're gonna see video yep it's me i'm waving right now there's this amazing camera it's called an obspot OBS, B-O-T, and it's pretty cool. It follows me around the entire room. Obviously, I can't be walking around right now at the microphone, but I can stand. Like, I'm standing right now, and it follows me up here. It's pretty cool. So it's my new friend in here in this studio. Brenton's in the other room, and I'm working with a new platform. Have you all been paying attention to this AI technology? It's insane. I mean, it's overwhelming. It does all kinds of really cool stuff, like right now. I'm transcribing this entire podcast as I just speak in real time. It's transcribing behind the camera. It's pretty cool. And we can get this out to you so that you can hear. Yes. And if you can't hear for medical or reasons because you have to be quiet, you can most certainly read. And that'll be available at NathanMorrisMusic.com as well. So there's your housekeeping items. Without further ado, it is you. It is season three. And it is me. And this is YDT. Let's roll. It would behoove me. No, that's not the right way to say it. It would be ignorant of me to not acknowledge all of the things I've been blessed with. I am in a profession of selflessness, bettering myself because I'm dying to myself to serve everyone during some of the most delicate times in their lives. And I've seen tragic things. I've seen beautiful things within the family dynamics because of tragedy. I've seen 
insanely terrible things. I have, I have still memories and thoughts of the very first sweet little old lady that I buried. I can picture her face. I am grateful for that. And heavy is the head that wears the crown because as funeral directors, we have to be these leaders. And, and where do we put our weight? Where do we? And so there are many a nights that I know that people aren't sleeping well and not just because of the weather or because of the time change or because of whatever zodiac sign we're in. Uh, if you follow that, it's kind of interesting too. I mean, I'm, nonetheless, but I am grateful for this profession and I've wanted it to go away at times. I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't. And, and especially during the pandemic. And during season two, we've talked a lot about that and the stories that unfolded during. And we were very honest, but but the way in which I handled it, I had to be the leader. I had to be the the one that everyone looked to. And and leading is 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 exhausting. It's exhausting because you are always on. You have to be on. And then when you're not on, people know it. And it's it's there's a lot at stake. There's a lot of families that rely on you, both that call upon you, but also the individuals you work with and alongside and their families, and they provide for their families by this job itself. So where did I put all that? I, I had no idea, and I began to write again. I wrote and wrote and wrote, and those writings became songs, and I said it's been eight years since I will have released. This is all the... I mean, it's just pages and pages. It's been eight years since I released a project, a full project. I'm going to start writing. And these songs were wholly inspired by what I was experiencing at the time with the profession, with these families, with you. And that's how I, that's how I dealt. That's how I coped. And I couldn't talk about it. So I wrote analogies and I wrote stories. And it became this massive, this massive thing, right? We, we, played a show and packed out the theater and late last year. And here we are this year. We have a booking agent. We have a manager. We have a, a brand manager. We have NathanMorrisMusic.com. We have the socials are going ballistic. We have funeral homes and you owners are still so grateful calling and, and wanting to pass the legacy on to us. And then the unique economy we're in, of course, you have 7% interest rates, which are not the same as the 4% that we are used to, but nonetheless, you're calling and we're still having communication and conversation because it's the whole, the whole goal has always been delighting families. That's my guiding light. That's the team's guiding light and experiences matter. People matter. Words matter. And I've always thought that, right? So the songs that I was writing to cope, to keep my heart from exploding turned into this incredible project. And what better way to kick off season three than to talk about these songs? This will be a part series talking about the released songs. And I want to, for a moment, point out yet. If you haven't heard yet, yet, I encourage you to check that out wherever it is you get your content, your music, you know, be sure to follow me on all of those, whether it's Spotify or Apple music, and be sure to stay up to date. You'll get notified of, of new singles, but yet released. And before it released, I can remember so many times where you stand at the side 
And there was one in particular, the side of the chapel, by the way. You, you've dismissed the entire congregation. Everyone has, from the back last pew, walked down the center aisle. They fanned past the deceased loved one reposing in their casket. And the family, the immediate family, are usually at this time seated in the front sets of pews as, as a clustered group because they're going to be the last I give the opportunity to have time with someone they love more than anything. And slowly but surely, the passerbyers are, are exiting the chapel doors to then go onto their vehicles. And this particular instance, and there have been many, this one had a weight that was one I continued to reflect upon when I wrote this song. This young lady had miscarried their baby, had given birth, and the baby was pronounced dead. She healed over the coming days and, and was released. And I get a call from the husband, the dad of the baby, and said, our child has died during childbirth. We want to come into the funeral home and get the arrangements over with. Now, he said over with because I can't imagine the, the weight on them. And it was 12 o'clock. I answered the phone. I said, absolutely, I could be here at 1230 because they wanted to head on. And it was snowing. So I said, be careful. And they said, we'll see you at 1230. On their way to the funeral home, I was actually walking to prepare in the arrangement room and the cemetery, which would have been on their trek to the funeral home, called us because we had a procession that would actually be going out that way to give us a heads up that there was a, a bad wreck and fatality and the procession would probably be held up. And I remember saying, I hope that wasn't them, not thinking much of it, and it was. On their way to arrange the funeral for their beautiful baby, both of them died in a car crash with a big utility truck being involved as well. And I remember the arrangements that I assisted with. I remember the visitation. He and her and their baby reposed in their caskets in the chapel. And if you can't imagine that, good. Because although as beautiful as it was the sight to see that they were all together, right? The sad, tragic sight of them all being together in that manner are something, is something that I still picture. And we made certain that the chapel was just filled with memorabilia and and means to honor their existence and their lives and at the end of at the dismissal of I remember standing off to the side of the chapel and it's like that moment that so many of you have experienced where it's the last time that you're going to physically see them on this side of life right you're you're standing at the casket and you're looking at them and though they're not there they're physically present right and you know that the moment that I, as your director or, or funeral director, one of you have gently placed your hand on the shoulder of the next of kin and say, right this way. 
and right this way, meaning being escorted to the cars, the funeral cars or, or your car, because you're going to be in the funeral procession and you're going to follow along behind, in this instance, three loved ones to the cemetery. Three loved ones in two caskets and two hearses to the cemetery. And it's that moment that I'm not ready to go yet moment. When is it the right time? Right. And speaking of that's the, that's the kicker, the time thing, you know, in the first line of the song, it says, some say time is the healer of old wounds. Some day I'll have to keep going without you. Can't say that'll be any time soon. And that's that moment, you know, it's like, well, if I'm going to go away, it's like, there's going to be time and time will help. And it's, it doesn't, you know, time it does, but, but in this moment it doesn't. And, um, the chorus was, I don't, don't want to say goodbye yet. I don't want to let go. It's just too painful. And that song was written so quickly and not because it was a rush thing, but it was just right there on my, on my heart to get it off of my chest. The profession as a whole is arguably, in my opinion, the, one of the most, it's one of the most beautiful, right? Because we meet you at your most delicate, vulnerable, weakest, angry, frustrated moments. And, and we just sit with you in it and at the expense and cost of ourselves. And I knew that. And in writing this song, it was my opportunity to kind of, to let both sides of the table, the funeral director and the family experience this acknowledgement. It's, it's so hard for us and we hear it. People, people have, have complained to us and said, oh, we felt rushed. Well, of course you did. How much, how much time do you need? You need all of it. You don't even want to be there. You want it to never end. We get it. It's not us as a funeral director or a funeral home rushing you. We, you know, if the, if the church service starts at 11 and it's 1052 and it actually takes 12 minutes to get to the church and the procession, we're actually late. So, I mean, there's, there's so many variables in, involved, but we, damn it, we don't want to seem like we're rushing you. And these are all things that play in our heads. We want to be so good and so right and so put together for you uh, at the cost of us. And that's what yet, that's what yet is about. And it was like birthing a baby for me and like, uh, this most beautiful, delicate thing, you know, and ironically enough, the, the, the sweet child that we were, the sweet child that, that we were called to care for that ultimately ended in both mother and father and child together. It's, there's just so much symbolism here, but when you present a song to when you present a song to a, a mass audience, the moment I realized, the moment I stopped writing for you and just wrote for me is the moment that we all started to connect again. And that's profound. Because if I feel like I'm trying to do something like for you just because oh I think you'll want to hear this it's no you create because you have to and I wrote because I had to because I felt like I was like literally falling apart otherwise and 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 this song just acknowledging those tough moments for me 
us as funeral directors, I mean, yeah, we're ridiculed for rushing or we're ridiculed for this or we didn't do this good enough or we didn't do that good enough. It's like, I, we get it. And uh, when this came out, it was received in such an incredible way. You all heard it. You all shared stories of, there was a story that this young woman, her best friend, committed suicide. And instead of taking her grief and sadness because of that situation and sitting in it forever, she used it as as fuel and started to go around to schools and speak her best friend's story in honor of her in hopes to raise suicide prevention, awareness and suicide prevention, and keeping this individual's memory alive and, and sharing that they play that song or that song was played to tell that story. Don't want to say goodbye yet. It's incredible. And then the, the stories of playing the song at funerals and the fellow funeral director friend who sent me the video of her shutting her own father's casket with the song playing that that's profound and i rewind back a year and a half ago when i wrote the song because of all the previous many situations of not not knowing when the right time is sure you can read a room but you you try to sit in a room filled with just such heaviness and sadness and you try to read it you let me know how that goes and i I'm so proud that it has connected and resonated. And the lyrics, as simplistic as they are, I think paint the perfect picture of both sides of the table. I want you to head over to nathanmorrismusic.com and check out the song, Yet, which is the entire subject of the inaugural Season 3, Episode 162 of Yield Eye Drying, or YDT, as we call it. The story goes, it's never the right time. We're never good enough. We're never smart enough. We're never thin enough. We're never, we're never something enough, right? And how do you combat that? With more hard work, with more dedication, with writing of a song, or with journaling, which I encourage you to do. All of these things make us better, and that's what I encourage you to do. That's what this life and this podcast are about, death itself can make us two things, bitter, B-I-T-T-E-R, or better. And I choose to be better, and I'm not always great. And he without sin, she without sin, cast the first stone. Yeah, there you go. I hope that my meeting you here and these songs, when you stream them, I hope they meet you where you are and they resonate because they do for me. And I wrote them for me. So everything that you do, do it with intentionality and Strive for being 1% better today than you are yesterday. Season three is going to be all about this. Yet is a single that released. And to the fans, old and new, and friends, new, and all of you, be sure to follow me on all the socials. You know, you could follow me on TikTok at Nathan Morris Music and Insta at Nathan Morris and at Nathan Morris on Twitter. People do that. You could find me on Snapchat at whatever I am there. And be sure to stream. Be sure to share these songs. Be sure to listen to them. Be sure to listen to yourself and your, and your health. And take a break when you need to. And it's happening. We're here together, you and me. 
in season three, talking in rhymery. It's that's dumb. You can check out the the video where the content is available via video on NathanMarshMusic.com, of course, Spotify, Apple Music, well, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google and all the things and stuff. Grab you some swag, NathanMarshMusic.com, and I encourage you to do something kind for someone today and write somebody a handwritten note because it's a dying art, and if you want so badly to be incredible, then one, choose it, and two, answer why you do something. I do what I do because I believe everyone's worthy to be loved and cared for. That's what I believe. And I believe uh, that about you. So cheers to you. Holy moly, Bajoli. We're in it. We're in it to win it, people. Season three, episode 162 in the bag. All right, guys. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>